Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, <laughs> where we discuss topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Black Mike, on the mic. We got Big Stir up top. We got Bow Wow on my lap because he's being, he thinks he's a little pup. In a couple months, he's going to be this big-ass nigga, and he cannot be sitting on my lap. But it's chill right now. It's chill right now. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Ring the notification bell so you never miss an After Dark episode. Follow. Give us five stars on your audio platforms if you're feeling ever so gracious. Three stars if you're being truthful. But, I mean, I don't know. We've been kind of. We've, we've been we've been in the flow. So four stars we be being truthful this week. God damn it. God damn it. We out here working. Give us four stars. <laughs> Shit. Alright, so another pod. What is this? This is episode 33. Episode 33 uh, filming the 14th of November. You'll be listening to it November 15th or, you know, that's when it'll be dropping at least. We got a few things on the dock, a few cool topics that we're getting into, but... We'll go ahead and jump into the pod. Right before I do that, I want to give a quick shout out to my boys. You know, Chulo, aka Miller Contractor. We got Larry with the wrist, aka Jake Miller, Choners Club original hoodie. Make sure you get your own if you're fucking with it at ChonersClub.com. That's C H O N E R S C L U B dot com. Now enough of the church announcements. Let's hop into the show. We got, serious, yeah. we got hella new tunes, my friends. New music across the board um, from quite the drought of 2023. It, is, it has been an absolute drought, must I say. I was going back, listening to old music. There was nothing coming in. Everything that was all the mediocre shit that was flooding in, especially beginning of the year, I tried to convince myself that I liked it. I couldn't even tell you what dropped at the beginning of the year anymore. There's been some good. There's been some good gems. We we obviously we had Travis drop. Um, we had you know Drake towards the end. So I'm pushing Drake with all them. But Travis kind of started the ball of good music. Um, yeah. Obviously we had Gunna come out and you know he gave us he gave us a good album. I can't lie. Gunna gave yeah. us a good album. And he was a diamond in the rough because it was rough for sure. But that's not the case anymore. All the big names are coming out in the fourth quarter, and especially the last couple weeks. And we have a ton of good music, and I just want to break it down. Hear what Stone's listening to, what I'm listening to, and you know what the sh- what what's out here, what's missing the mark as well. Because you know some shit's not always gas. So Stone, you know what's what's hot out to you? What do you want to shout out to you first? What are you listening to? Yeah, man. Um, obviously, as per usual, since Drake has dropped, I've been obviously listening to a fuckload of Drake. Like that, that, that album is best album he's ever dropped. I'm just gonna go and say that right now. Best album. Whoa, ever that's dropped. a that's a hell yep. of a take right there. Best album he's ever dropped. I don't want to hear any debates about it, and we will not talk about point blank. Period. Well, this is not a Drake topic, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna no, take no. your bait and debate with you. Even though I'm itching, I'm fucking itching, but no, it's not Drake. Okay, go ahead. Oh. But obviously, you've been listening to a ton of that. But aside from that, that's like the obvious. And, you know, look, Frickling in the Traps as well, because you know I'm staying. But yeah, uh, obviously, the Kid Leroy just dropped, well, not obviously, but the Kid Leroy just dropped an album, man. And it's like, it's some sad boy shit. Like, I mean, I can't cap, like, he's got that, because that's like the Juice World thing. I was never a huge Juice World fan, right? Like, I never yeah. was with it, but like, 
But like the two songs I've been banging the most, obviously the song with Future on it, What's the Move, that shit hits. Hits. Um, and then Deserve You is a little bit sadder. <laughs> and I go, I go lie, bro. They're real so sad, sad, boy. <laughs> Are you okay, bro? Like, you you yeah, tell him yeah. you want 2023 to end. He's on his sad boy, like, Dude, when at the beginning of this pod, when I asked, you know, how are you doing? How's life, bro? That's the time to vent. That's the time to get it out here. This is a safe no, place. It's a room. It's a ears and eyes of nothing but one percent niggas and bitches who ain't hung up on their ex. This is a safe place. <laughs> nah, it's a uh, no. Nah, it's just a good song, dude. I can appreciate good songs. I mean, like that's half of Drake's album too. So it's like. Um, that being said, and I've, I've rounded back because, like, obviously, I didn't get a chance to really listen to Offset's album in in, in detail. It's good um, as fuck but, as a good album. Yeah, and since I've been seeing, like, I obviously seen the On the River. I'm sure you've probably seen it too, but the On the River, like, freestyle, like, acapella type shit with his with his son that like got me back on the listening to the album. Yep. Um, and then yeah, our man Jack Harlow finally dropped that snippet and made it and put it into a song. Loving on me, that shit is gas but it's gonna get old quick it's already getting old to me because i've heard it a million times before for a month prior i mean yeah like i'm just looking at my light songs for like my most recent you know how like on spotify or like whatever you know you use apple but like it goes in like chronological order you can let, me, that way. let me piggyback off that loving on me because i got a few i got a few thoughts about that so first of all Jack Harlow is the king of the TikTok rollout, right? So he's got that bastard. We can go ahead and say that is he like he knows how to generate a number one hit just off of his little TikTok rollout, letting it go, and he, he knows exactly what like little clip of the song is the right just just enough to show you like oh my god, he can hear this, and then he drops it. And everybody goes listen to it and like, boom, like that. It just works like magic. He's got that soul. Um, But both times, I have been extremely, extremely underwhelmed. Extremely underwhelmed. Let me me tell you this. And I'm probably, I know I'm kind of, you know, I might be jumping on a fence because all I've heard, people come up to me all the time. They'll be like, you heard the new Jack Harlow song? Like, the song is gas. They'll play it for me. And they're like, oh, isn't this so good? And to me, bro, it sounds like some Macklemore type shit, like some, like, like, like that real like kiddish type rap. Like, I don't know, I can't get into it. It always feels like what he shows us in a TikTok video feels like, oh, okay, he's just showing us the little breakdown of the hook, and it's gonna, it's gonna build onto something. But it literally just be like that is what you're gonna get as the hook, like it's. It's very, to me, it sounds very lazy. The verses are pretty good. I like how he does a lot of the spelling incorporated with his verses. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just kind of fire. That That's fresh. But his hooks, they're just like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Jack Harlow's, like these, like that hit, um, the last one, what was it, uh, First Class, those are just not going to age well. Like those are not timeless tracks. They, they're quick, quick uh, cash grabs, but as quick far class. as aging, <laughs> as far as aging goes, you know, I just don't see them aging well. And I, I just, I mean, they're fun. They're getting, maybe I'm taking it too seriously. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to chill out, stop being fucking old head and have fun with the song. 
but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, and like, honestly, bro, like, I have like a game here and there. So like, when I'm like gaming, sometimes like I'll just like throw on music in the background. I kind of have it in my ears, and it's nice because it helps you kind of relax or just. And you get those undertones. So, like, if something really sounds good, you pick up on it compared to, like, when I'm really hyper-focused on the song. Like, and I don't mean to make this about Drake, but literally every single day now over the past week, I've literally listened to every song on that album probably at least once, bare minimum. And I hear another, I hear a triple entendre. I hear something new. And, like, that's what I also like about the Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy ain't trying to be, like, super cool. Well, that's not also, like, but that's what I enjoy about the Kid Leroy's new album. It's like, dude, he's a pretty straight shooter. He doesn't have, like, any underlying tones or anything like that. He calls it how it is. Like, it's real shit. And I've been appreciating that. That being said, um, and I know your boy Kodak dropped an album. I know you're going to elaborate on that for sure. Uh, but wanted to highlight the single that's obviously I've been listening to. I heard it the other night. Um, and, you know, boy was a little bit under the influence, but I heard it for the first time the other night, and I was like, damn, 1,800 block, and I'm not from the block at all, um, but I definitely thought that shit was a banger, and honestly, bro, like, that's really it for me. I, I've listened to a little bit of the Chris Brown stuff, um, obviously, like I was telling you, but even prior to the pod, uh, my, you know, I've heard really good things about Chris Brown's album. Like, I love Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown, like, you, I know you love Chris Brown, too. Um, I think he's a fantastic artist. I mean, how that album's 22 songs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the shorter albums he's dropped in a while. We literally, you, you had a, <laughs> you had crazy. a moment on the, yeah, you had a moment on the pod, like, a while ago. You were like, bro, nobody will listen to these 35, 40 tracks. <laughs> like, nobody's gonna listen to it. Like, bro. But, um, but yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a good end of the year for music, and the and the real shooters show up in the fourth. We know that, bro. That's why the guys like Katie, Steph, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, you notice I didn't mention LeBron, but uh, he don't belong there. Not not he just had enough shots. He needs to just pack the ball up, give it to AD, I guess, um, if he's on the court. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that yeah. it's been a good, it's been a good end of the year, man. I want to hear kind of who you're listening to. I, like I said, I know the Kodak for sure, but... Well, before I even get to Kodak, the best song I'm listening to right now, which makes me really happy because the first single off this album, I was extremely disappointed. I didn't even mention it on the podcast because I was like, dude, there's no way they're about to come this way. But long story short, Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. Oh yeah, forget. Second forget. single off of College Grove to the sequel. This yeah. is Vintage Wayne, people. And if you know me, you know that life stops when Vintage Wayne drops. I don't give a fuck about nobody. Nobody. When Wayne drops, I am tuned in. And if he gives me Vintage Wayne, which on his features... For the past two years, he's been Vintage Wayne anytime he lines up on anybody's song. But we know what Wayne does on features. We don't even have to worry about that. We, we know what he's going to bring on a feature. What my worry has been as of late is his ear for what beat works for him and what he should do on that beat. And when he came out with the first track, Pressure, 
With uh, 2 chains, that shit is trash. I'm sorry, Wayne, if you listen to this. My boy, I'm sorry, bro, but I got to keep it straight. That's what I do. I keep it straight. I'm going to keep you on your game. You know what I'm saying? But pressure, just not it. I don't know what it is. He's, he's really liking these, like, boom, 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 boom type beats, like an uproar. He's trying to grab another uproar. But I'm like, Wayne, you ain't got to do those gimmicky-ass, you know, upbeat beats. Just, just get up there and spaz. And that's what he did. Um, long story short, he came in, he had a good-ass hook, which is one thing that, you know, I've always been saying, Wayne is known for his hooks. He makes nice, catchy hooks, and he hasn't been doing that as way. He got another one. Blunt on my lips, gun on my hip. This life is going to be the death of me. Great track. Make sure you check it out. Still on whatever. I don't, I don't think you've listened to it. Uh, I'm not sure. Probably haven't. But... Check that out. It's fire. Like, like Sterling mentioned, Chris Brown, 1111, the album. This is a really good project, guys. It's a really good project. He shortened it up. There's 22 songs. He, you know, there's 22 songs. It's 1111. I would have been fine if he just, you know, made an 11 track album because that's what I really want. I just want a concise, give me your 11 best tracks. And that's what it sounded like he did on the first 11 tracks. And to be honest, as good as the album is, I haven't finished the whole track. I just, Chris Brown makes great music, but everything he does is exactly the same. Can we, like, can we be real? He's like, he's like Lil Baby, The Baby, and Megan Thee Stallion, all those one flow type people. That's what Chris Brown like be producing, but it just never gets old. Like his voice is just like, it never gets old. It works on every beat. And so when I'm listening to these songs, even as I get down, I'm like, damn, this song's good, but like, I feel like I've heard it. So I don't need to listen to the rest of this album. But just to name a few that stand out to me, That's On You, uh, featuring Future. Really love that song. You know, the girl lost her way. You know, shit wasn't added up. Never thought you'd let a lame nigga change the way you move. Chris, I feel you, bro. For y'all bitches out here letting lame niggas change the way you move? Shit. There's probably a girl out there saying, like, nigga, you the lame nigga. <laughs> uh, dude, you got to tell her about, hey, bro, if, uh, if, a lame nigga make you, if a lame nigga make you move like that, bro, you you need to just get your ass in the gym because you obviously are not as confident as you need to be, honey. Yeah, why, do we, why do we do that as men? Why do why does a guy gotta be a lame nigga because he took your bitch? <laughs> like, you let a lame nigga change your ass. Like, why, why does this nigga gotta be lame? You be broken up with her for ten years, but man, you changed for a lame nigga. <laughs> I'm a lame nigga. This nigga make twice as much as you make. <laughs> you are a jet. You can go on a jet, bro. Like, you got a big house. <laughs> like, you got a big house. But you switched up for a lame nigga. I'm living off scraps right now. I know you eating that creme brulee and shit, that caviar. <laughs> you were eating ramen. Remember when I took you to Applebee's on that first date? Shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get into that too. That's yeah, yeah. That was yeah. So those are some of the songs on the Chris Brown album that I liked. It's a good, it's a good listen, y'all. Should check it out. It's Chris Brown. Um, 
If you're boycotting Chris Brown, grow the fuck up. That shit was a long ass time ago. It's a decade. We're, <laughs> we're all past that shit. If you're not past it, then I feel fucking bad for you. You missed out on some great music, and I'm gonna be here listening to it until until we are Kelly this nigga. I'm gonna be playing this shit, and you know shit. And if I if I ever put a basketball hey. pool outside of my house, I might even play. I believe I can fly again. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be like that. <laughs> I still bang some R. Kelly, right? I still bang some R. Kelly if I need to, but like, look, hey, what he did won't write, but don't mean the music. I don't even think that it's physically possible to get a group of 20 black people and start grilling and not once play Step in the Name of Love, so. I know. It impo- <laughs> no, it's, it, it, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible, so we're going to have to quit that out. Um, some other good stuff that I heard that came out. Trippy Red, uh, he dropped an album. It's seven tracks, very concise, very cool stuff up here. I personally like it. I understand that Trippy Red is definitely a niche sound, and you either you either hear it or you don't. And if you don't hear it, I can see how it just sounds brutally terrible. It's like it's basically like Playboy Cardi. But guess what, guys? I can I can hear it and I like it. I thought I thought there were some good, cool ass tracks up here. I literally like every song, but maybe two on this thing. Uh, Bankleaf Island, the anime uh, sample, that shit goes hard. You know, I think it's a good album. It's a good listen. You also check it out. If you don't like Trippy Red, then you know that's on you. I get it. And then lastly, the last thing I'm kind of listening to right now is that boy, the kid Kodak. The misunderstood rap child. Y'all don't, y'all don't get that Kodak might be one of the most talented guys to come out. He's, in my opinion, he's definitely the most talented rapper to come out of that 2016 freshman class. That's just my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's my opinion. 21 goes crazy, but like. 21 goes crazy. Obviously, we know what Uzi can bring from a fan's perspective, but. None of them are hit producers like Kodak. On a consistent basis, he keeps himself a hit. I remember to this day when we were listening to Super Gremlin in New York, and we were like, man, this shit is trash. Two weeks later, it's the biggest song in the world. (laughs) Yeah, literally, that's exactly how it happened. We were listening to Night Talk, like, oh, we're banging Night Talk. Night Talk's a banger. You know, listen to fucking Super Game, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, bro, like, this shit is trash, bro. <laughs> Yo, now I'm out here eating fake perks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that shit, but Kodak a wild boy for that. He wild. Um, all right, so, yeah, Kodak had a song. He started off with Kylie Grande, which I thought was like, damn, that's fire. But he also a horny-ass fucking... You know, Cloud chasing ass. He put as a first song, so you know if Kylie or Ariana Grande listen to his music at all, they gotta click on the first one. He got Kylie. He got Kylie and Grande um, up there. He basically asked them to twerk something for him at the beginning of the song. Damn, I hope they listen to this song and do a little TikTok trend off this bitch. And at least Kylie. <laughs> I don't think Ariana got anything to twerk these days. But nah. but Kylie. If you heard that track, bless us all and start a little TikTok trend because not only will we be able to see you twerk something to that song, but everybody else will do it as well. So that was awesome. Obviously, let me see the song. Sterling keep referencing is going crazy. 
And there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff. It's it's basically your typical Kodak album. Uh, if you like it, he's you know he's he's spitting some shit out here. He's got some um, it's a lot of slow tracks up here, but you know really talking some shit. So check it out, man. It's it's packed. There's a lot of music going on right now. It's a good time to be listening to music. There's not just rap out here, but you know. It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been low key getting my Brent Fires bag, the top okay. of bag. Okay. Okay. Bro, I so I'll get, I'll tell you a quick story to to like I wasn't just for I didn't just get introduced to Brent Fires. I've known who he is for a little bit, but uh, one of the people I lived with uh, not too long ago, he was a big fan of Brent Fires and always play it. Super great guy. Actually, I shout him out, Dresden. Super great guy. Um, and he would listen to us like toxic ass, like I mean, it's toxic. It's so bad. <laughs> um, but I mean, listen to him like fuck yeah, like hell yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make sure I'm a manipulator, and then tell her she was wrong. I'm manipulate any gas. <laughs> Let fuck me write that. that one down. That was that, that one resonated. But, I've been listening, and he's good. He's like good R and B man. Like good R and B is like a tough thing to be able to find. Obviously, Drake makes his R and B. Yeah, he makes it. Not, Drake makes his hip hop, rap, and R and B kind of in depending on the songs together, and then it's difficult on a lot of uh, in the genre that we all usually listen to being hip hop now to even get a pinch of that. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to a little bit of that, but sounds like aren't uh, is a little Wayne Haitian as well. Yeah, um, sounds like you might have. Yeah, right. Sounds like sounds like yeah. I think he's a Haitian baby. I know he's from uh, Louisiana, so he probably is Haitian. Uh, I sounds like you got a, you have an a, 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 not a, an affinity for the Haitians. These Haitians. No, it's the sound. I've always said Kodak is a Lil Wayne baby. It's the sound. Lil Baby's got that same kind of like I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but he's spitting type sound. And I don't know. I fuck with it, but Kodak is versatile as fuck, bro. I'm, He's he hops on the beat and has a completely different flow every single time. He never got the same flow. That's um, for sure. But I before think, we I hop think... off music, any two, I do want to make sure I shout out. I saw today that Andre Three Thousand is dropping a new album yes. this Friday. Yeah. Eight yeah. tracks. Each title is about is a thesis statement. So long ass fucking titles, but. It's gonna. I'm excited for hundred three thousand. I don't think he gets enough love. He doesn't. Definitely doesn't get mentioned enough when we talk about the old greats. I think as far as lyricism goes and flows go, I think he's you know second to none almost. Aquemini is one of my favorite rap albums. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, and then also speaking of music. Um, if you guys haven't seen, they don't have no tickets in North Carolina, which is fucking dog shit. But. Um, <laughs> Drake and J. Cole are doing a collab tour. It's like a, I think it's called It's All a Blur, and then it's a continue. I can't remember the exact title of that tour is, but it's just a recontinuation of It's All a Blur. So for the folks that weren't able to see Drake live, you got another chance. Uh, except for North Carolina, niggas. <laughs> except for North Carolina. You, we can go to Nashville, but I ain't going to, like, I don't know why they're going to Nashville. Go to Memphis, not Nashville. Actually, they probably they're gonna get all those little uh, what is it those bachelorette parties and shit. Yeah, true, true. Well, they, it's it's like you don't want to do it in Memphis either because like, you know, it's Memphis. No, it's like, hey, Memphis. <laughs> you might get you Memphis. might get shot up by John Morant on the side hey, street. Yeah, he might. 
we might commit spaz on you, bro. Uh, we ain't got shit else to do right now, not playing basketball. But yeah, man, uh, obviously a lot of good stuff going on. I spoke about it. I mean, and like I've mentioned before, it's like not, not to say 20, I want 2023 to be over. Definitely think I want to recoup the music, and I definitely think moving into 2024, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming in. Um, and I mean, honestly, we didn't speak anything about like bad music, and that's a good thing. There has been a lot of bad music this year. I ain't gonna. We ain't gonna. I know we both agree with that. Um, there's definitely been some underwhelming people, and you kind of shot on uh, Jack Harlow. I wanted to just kind of go about it once again. I'm gonna get on my soapbox here. Look for any up and coming artist, anybody that's already in the game. I don't care. Take it from Papa Scurro in here. If you don't try to be creative, bro, and you do the same thing like Mike said all the time. Unless you are Chris Brown, best believe your shit is going to be dry as fuck. You better start that 401k now, and you better make some good-ass investments. Buy your mom that house, and you better just go ahead and drive a Honda Civic. And your, local, and your local bank has got a short-term certificate at about 5% yeah. interest rate right now. Go ahead and take advantage of that number. Lock it up. Yeah, Lock that for at least two years. <laughs> you better go ahead and hold on to that one, because it, it ain't going to last more than eight months for you. And I also... I want to go back and sit here and, and give a little bit of flowers, but also shit on Ice Spice. Cause we'll get we'll do a reflection of the year at the end of the year on the pod. I know we will on music, yeah. but I'm tired of motherfuckers saying that Ice Spice has got good music, bro. That shit, she is the definition <laughs> of the shit sounding the same. The definition, yeah. bro. It's, it's, it's just because he he has a big butt, bro. Like you got a fat ass, bro. We know, like we we all see it, like bro. Have you looked at her? Like, has anybody looked at her face? Has wow, she's got a fat face? ass. When would he have the chance? <laughs> like, every music video is saying every How can we see every, her hair when she bends over and touches her coochie every five seconds? Niggas, <laughs> what you think niggas looking at? <laughs> it's the same move. But I'm telling you, that shit is going to get old and it's already gotten old to me. It's the same way it works with, like, her songs will have, like, literally do a TikTok trend for a month and a half, boom, gone. But she makes so much money off of it. It's like, bro, she can't fall off. She's the one-hit maker. So I didn't want to shit on her for a second. But also give her flowers because she has kind of helped, like, I don't want to say help sexualize TikTok. That's probably the worst thing to say. She's definitely... (laughs) She's helped sexualize TikTok. Was it not sexual enough for you at first? (laughs) Damn, we just need an influencer to come in here and really turn this bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, you just gotta get you just gotta get uh, professional or professional uh, adult actresses to do that one for you. We you call that OnlyFans, though. I think that's the app you're looking for. Yeah, OnlyFans do, and OnlyFans girls, I'm, they're they're multiplying five to tens every day. I don't, I love and breading the fuck up. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You're talking all that shit. I make 15k a month easy. I'm like, <laughs> Did you see uh, Bad Baby posted what she made like this year on OnlyFans? No. One month she made 18 million dollars. Eighteen million. <laughs> Let that sit in real quick. <laughs> 
Niggas were, yo, some of y'all's are wild boys because 18 million in one month, y'all niggas were over here watching the calendar like, when this bitch turn 18? Because, <laughs> like, what the fuck? That don't make no sense. Those, but those, type, those types of girls, bro, like, because, like, people like, like, Corinna Cop, like, people that are, like, public figures but and aren't known to be, like, obviously over-sexualized, they'll, like, chart. Like, I've done my research, folks. Like, I've said, hey, I've done my research. It, ain't, it don't mean to say I went and bought the stuff or none of that. But I see how much they be charging for some of these videos, these pictures. Like, they be throwing, like, ninety nine ninety nine at you for a bundle of five pictures. You get a bikini picture. Bro, they're <laughs> finessing you. They're finessing you. Like, don't marry. Don't, don't fuck with OnlyFans, girls, bro. I don't care if you're a girl on OnlyFans right now. You hear me? Bro, that's not one percent move. If you're if you're claiming her, you need to remember she is for the streets. Future said it best for the streets. She's for the streets, bro. <laughs> for the streets. <laughs> like if you're not claiming her and you're just doing your thing and getting get getting what you need, bro. Oh, do your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, hey, look, Mike. You and I both would probably say the same. Ain't nothing wrong with she. You know, if I ain't claiming her, right? But no, you yeah. claiming her. Like, if my boy Mike said to me, yeah, man, I got this OnlyFans shit, what? If you start claiming her, and then your ass is in the videos, (laughs) 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 yo, my nigga drunk off that shit. (laughs) He living his fantasy life right now. Because some of y'all niggas not only cuffing, but then y'all dumb asses be in the motherfucking videos. (laughs) Y'all put damn well... You ain't got no business in no motherfucking videos. Well, uh, if, if, think about it like this: if, you, if she's the only, the only, I think the only way it would work is if she does OF, right? And they, and like she, like she starts dating you, you guys get become serious. She's like, I only want to shoot with you. It's like, all right, shit. She bringing like 20, 30 k a month. Like I might as well. Like I ain't yeah, I might as well me. hop in these videos and claim half that bitch for quick. Like, I might as well. That, I mean, that's the only way. Like, if you were like, if you said to me, "Yo, I got an OnlyFans girl," but like, yo, like, I'm in the videos with her. I'm like, all right. And like, does she get no? She only, she only shoots with me. All right. I'd be like, all right. Like, I can respect it. I'm like, when's she gonna get off? He, they all have the same answer. I've watched so many interviews to this point. Every single O of girls is the same thing. But when do you think you're gonna stop? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm like. If a guy has enough money to cover what I'm making, nigga, don't nobody make eighteen million dollars a month. <laughs> Imagine, imagine. You ain't part of that. You ain't Brother, if if I'm making eighteen million a month, you ain't. People will not see me. I'll be literally a ghost. I'll be like, they be like, oh yeah, like Sterling. I haven't seen him in like six months. Yeah, I was in Dubai for a month. Went to went to uh, Cancun. Sat there, chilled with like three different foreign babes for a month. Then I came back, saw my parents. They didn't even leave the house. Bought them a brand new crib where they didn't have to leave, bro. We could bring anything they need in. Like, you would never see me. You'd never see me. No, nah, if I had 18 million, I would be like, I was in Dubai for an hour, but there was a cloud in the sky, so I was like, fuck that. I need to go to Bali. Bali. <laughs> I need to go to Bali. I don't want to see not one damn cloud all damn day. <laughs> nah, nah. But yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong on that, though. Yo, seriously, bros, if y'all are wiping OF girls, bro, like, please, like, I'm telling you, like, please don't do it, bro. Peace. Yeah, red pill that, huh? Yeah, seriously, like, legitimately, <laughs> like, that's, I, 
I ain't trying to be that guy, but like seriously, that's that's just not good. It's not good at all. Uh, speaking of mu- music, uh, as we kind of were just in, but it's not the best segue I've ever had. But speaking of controversy, point blank, period. Um, as you know, Young Thug has been under trial for the past God knows how long now. Um, but if you guys didn't see Georgia, the Georgia judge uh, actually they what's the word I need to use? It's a legal word. Um, they basically declared that rap lyrics can be used in Young Thug's cases. So I was, I sat there and I just looked, I just thought about it. like when I, cause I, I sent it to Mike today and I was like, oh, like we could talk about this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, so first off, is this even fair? Because we've kind of had this conversation a little bit before, um, but not necessarily in detail. Um, and what does this mean going forward for any type of necessary Rico or just like rappers or people that use lyrics, musicians in general that use lyrics to convey a certain message, even if it could be fictitious? What does this mean going forward for the game and how it's going to be going about? I mean, two things could be true at once, right? Like, no, this is not fair. But two, like, y'all niggas are giving every detail of that crime scene. Y'all are like, bro, y'all are writing a damn fucking script for a TV show. You're basically drawing up the whole setting and how everything happened from your rap lyrics. Y'all just have to move smarter than that. But it's, it's not fair, though, because how do you decipher what lyrics are real and what are just lyrics? That's where the tricky part becomes. And, you know, no matter how clear the lyrics are and how much they resemble the case you're working, you can never figure out exactly what is real and what was him just saying. Like, sometimes rappers, especially rappers nowadays, these rappers nowadays, they, they, fake, they fake hard. You know, they buy their way into, like, being gang-affiliated and so they gotta keep paying their, you know, they gotta keep paying their dues. So those guys stick around them and they keep like protecting them and holding them up like that. But they ain't really out here. Now some of them are, and I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm from the suburbs. I'm a suburban nigga, Joko, born and raised my nigga. Only black family in my neighborhood. It was really like that. Um, yeah, so I'm not over here trying to figure out who's really out here game baiting and who's not. That's not my, my that's none of my concern. I don't play cage games. I'm not into that. <laughs> but all I'm saying is a lot of these rappers nowadays aren't even really rapping shit that they're doing. Most of the time I feel like they're rapping shit that like they see happen or you know, shit that just sounds cool. Like, that shit sound hard as fuck. Like, I don't know, I shot the nigga in the eyeball. Like, that shit sounded dope. <laughs> I didn't know a nigga really got shot in the eyeball last week. <laughs> like, sucks for that nigga. But, um, that's, it just shows where the problem lies. Because if I go in there and I, and I go in a booth and I say I walk down a dark alley on, um, on Glenwood and shot a nigga, and then it just so happens that someone within like a month's vicinity got shot on Glenwood in the dark alley. Like, bro, that's a mad common scenario. You have no clue whether I'm the per like I'm describing that scenario or if I'm just 
Uh, well, it's not a mad common scenario, but like, <laughs> but like hey, it's, a, it's a big coincidence, is what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so I don't think it's fair. Um, I, what it really sounds like to me, it sounds like they're trying to get young talk. They, they're making, you know, we've spoke about this, but they're going to make a statement out of him. He's not getting out. He is done for. That shit's a wrap. Shit was looking good for him for a little bit, right? But the fact that the judge said that you can use lyrics for that, he basically, he basically wants Young Thug to go to prison. There's, you know, there's a vendetta versus him, and they're going to make sure that happens. He definitely listened to the song, uh, you know, what was it? Take this oh. shit to trial. I mean, yeah. tell the judge, you know, take this shit to trial. Just said, all right, <laughs> trial, then. <laughs> we really, we really finished taking this shit to trial. But uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't like it. I don't like the precedent says. I think that you know, it's cool for right now. Maybe it works right now, but I can easily see the government overusing this and abusing its power and just oh, using hey. it to lock up every rapper that gets hot at any time. We're going to take away a lot of greats that way. So I'm, I'm really not rocking with it. I mean, if we're being honest, and you start using lyrics for everything at this point, start indicting dudes, putting them in jail, whatever. Unless you're like that nigga Drake, who still is, like you said, definitely admitting that he had a part in killing this nigga X. And God forbid, him and Young Thug might have might have done it together. Now that I think about it, um, <laughs> like the connects are crazy. He could go. So imagine just. So I'll get to the question, but imagine if Drake's so deep in this shit, and Young Thug's got him connected, and Young Thug was the orchestrator and all that shit. I could see it. Um, I'm on, my, I'm, on my, I'm on my little conspiracy soapbox, but, like, it's one of those things. I mean, when it's speaking of, like, lyrics in general, like, obviously for this particular case, I remember just, like, too long, not too long ago, the federal government, which state and government, obviously, if you or state and federal, if you guys don't know, are separate. Um, and there's certain types of trials that go to federal and that people push them to federal versus letting them stay at the state level. Just to, you can look that up on your own. But they just passed up there recently where it's like you can't use them, but I think there's like there's some ramifications around it depending on like the 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 class of the case and all types of like there is some legal bullshit. The lawyers know what they were doing, like lawmakers know what they're doing, so there's always a loophole to get around whatever law they make. I mean I like I agree with you. Obviously I don't think it's right. I mean yeah, like, I think most of the time these guys are rapping, especially nowadays, about legitimately what they've seen. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, I saw that dude get his eye shot out, and then he, that nigga ate it. Like, that <laughs> that nigga ate like, it. <laughs> okay, but if someone, if someone actually had their eye shot out and ate it, you probably did that shit. <laughs> That's way too specific. You probably did that shit. Also, if we go in, if we, if, all right, what's the statute of limitations if we, if we're just going to decide that we can use lyrics for crimes because it's so like Rick Ross days are numbered because he said he put a roofie in that bitch drink and she didn't even know it which is still one of the wildest lyrics to drop and be mainstream like sub by verse like that's he, he's gotta be biting his nails right now like oh hell the crazy, the crazy thing about that verse in particular is that it was years later that people started taking it serious yeah it was, it was back in the day where it's like oh like you know, he just kind of said, and then, you know, you know, the ladies had to get involved. Like, oh, my gosh. He really said he dropped Molly on her champagne. She didn't even know it. 
<laughs> no, but like back in the day, the bitches were shouting that shit, throwing it back. Hey, I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. I had so much fun. You He's so right. It, I had no clue. <laughs> like, and that was that was back in Rick Ross's real big boy day. So I mean, yeah. he was just taking taking. I mean, I don't know if he did or didn't, but whatever. Whatever the case is, he lost a whole, he lost a Sprite, he lost Adidas, he lost, I mean, that dude lost a lot of shit saying that. Yeah, um, that's, that's a bold statement. I think the statute of limitations around it, though, depending on what, because every, we know every crime has statute of limitations, um, you know, they all vary, but I think it would just be based on whatever crime it is, and like, oh, we can use these lyrics from this. So if you made, so, say, say, so today's November the 14th, right? And say for say for example purposes, the statute of limitations of the day, and it was on eleven twelve that this song came out. They're like, oh yeah, can't use that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Cause I thought about shooting that same nigga they got me trying to fucking say like I I killed him like three days three days after <laughs> while I was making that song. Um, but I also think that when it comes to Young Bell, like you said, obviously they're gonna make an example out of him. But we talked about this, and this one of the biggest things, the biggest takeaways I had from our conversation that we had at that time was, like, if you're going to, like, censor, essentially, or use what these guys say, guys or gals, against them, like, where is the artistry? Like, where where do you, like, put in? Because there's, there, there's literally hood rap. There's a, it's a genre. It's a, it's a literal genre. People are rapping about what they've seen, what they've, what they've gone through. Sometimes it's fake, like you said, too. But it's all, and it sounds good. And these all, all these people have to make a living. So what are you going to do about it? Like, it's like, imagine if they could just use lyrics for being too suburban. For example, like you, you said, you're only, you were obviously the only black person in your neighborhood. I wasn't necessarily the only black, but it wasn't a lot. But like, you like, oh, well, like I was the only black guy in my neighborhood. I used to ball on those white kids all the time. They're like, nope, abused. Abuse of suburban privileges. Abuse of suburban privileges. Abuse. You got your shit packed last week. (laughs) You want balling off shit? I think that ultimately it's going to land him in jail for a long time, for the rest of his life. And then it's going to come down and they're going to – I don't want to speak about race or systemic racism or anything like that. But it can be used to build a a legitimate case to – like a legitimate – become a legitimate issue to bring a lot of – black, particularly black men, and put them in jail because of something they said that may have may, may or may not have been true. There's plenty of people that are walking around that are killers, bro. I'm not saying that they're, like, all these niggas are innocent, but not everybody does does a crime or kills people or, I mean, does drugs like they say they do. So, I mean, who, who said it? Future literally said it years ago. He was like, bro, they're like, oh, like, do you do that? The priest like, no, I just say that because, like, that's what the kids are here. Yeah, sounds like good. Yeah, it literally, he said it verbatim, and, and you could probably go look it up if you wanted to. So it's like, these dudes are, they know what they're doing. And Dude, I'm not going to Shit just sounds cool. Like, why are we taking it so serious? Two Chains and the Long Story Short song with Lil Wayne that I was mentioning earlier literally said he off that detergent. You really think this nigga really <laughs> pouring up laundry detergent in his Sprite? Like, I, I mean, uh, Wayne's uh, on the cost serve, so maybe maybe he actually is. I, I can never tell, but like, I don't think that he's really off that detergent in there. But you know, or maybe I'm just not hip to slang either. You know, that could be the case. Detergent could be. I feel like that would just be like just drink, like purple drink, like lean, like 
Yeah, just straight lean. I think it's just straight lean. But like that's like back in the day when they were eating Tide Pods and shit, you know? Remember they had to lock them up? <laughs> no, 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 no. When white niggas were eating Tide Pods. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Those shits were too expensive for the niggas to just be out here eating that shit. Like, oh, hell no. <laughs> that, was, that was back when $20 was like not that bad to have. That was like probably the last couple years of high school, maybe. Even, I don't even remember exactly the timeline. But it's like, oh, twenty dollars like, could take you. Okay, now twenty dollars, bro. You you walk out thinking twenty dollars will do something for you, bro. You got what? You got one meal, bro, my boy. You yeah, twenty dollars. You got after tip. You got a you got a decent meal. You got a decent meal. Okay, you got you got you got a lock of Cena meal. Bro. Yeah, tips. Um, I I mean I mean I was gonna say I'm excited. Uh, so <laughs> I definitely. I'm definitely a bit ashamed at like where the way that's kind of gonna be used because I already know like if I had an ulterior motive to like put other people or a particular group of people in and incarcerate them, um, and I knew this was probably the easiest way to do it, bro, I'd be like, "Yup, hey, who's next? Yeah. <laughs> who's yeah. next? These, these are the happy trials, whatever. Yeah, you'll be if the if the jury hears, oh yeah, shot that nigga in the face, told him." Told him to fuck his mom and fuck his face, like some weird shit like that. Like, oh, but like, baby, like the jury, like, oh my gosh, he really did that. No, maybe he didn't, bro. Like, but they already had the memes, you know, like months ago, they already had the memes about like Young Thug and like the jury is like the jury listening to Young Thug's music, and it's like, yeah, yeah, he did that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like once it's like every single song he always mentions something about like a body or like somebody getting shot, somebody getting moved, robbed. I mean, he's definitely it. guilty, but like it's still hey. fucked. <laughs> it's, it's still fucked. Is, the funny thing is, I feel like Young Thug is like I feel like Young Thug is probably one of the nicest people, but he's just one of those dogs, bro. Like he just don't play. Yeah, anymore. nice until you fucking piss him off or some shit. Or like, yeah, you on the wrong he side. On, he he be standing on business. On oh, business. 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 <laughs> if you and uh, we want to give a quick honorable mention. Speaking of people getting shit. Uh, Taken from them. I know Mike had it. We, we had talked about Not even talked about it. He sent it through me via text. Hey, shout out my boy Drewski. Hey, Birdman, your game. Why are you snatching chains, dog? <laughs> why, are you, why are you snatching could have been chains? This nigga ain't yeah, signed one nigga from your shit at all. Bro, I just want to be, I just want to make that known. Like, that is so 1990s to be snatching somebody's chain, bro. Like, if you're snatching someone's chain, you are and nowadays, you're getting shot. Like, if you try to put your hand near somebody's neck you don't know, period, if you try to snatch your chain, you're getting shot, bro. And Drewski like, like me, too, because that boy was moving, son. As soon as my chain got snatched, I would have been out that bitch. Yeah, and they pull your chain off so you don't mess up the chain, and then they start this shit don't happen in the suburbs. Only black people that be coming up to me like this be Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I mean, you gotta like put it in perspective, bro, because like nowadays it's like 
any like you and I could make we like the day. I don't know if you remember the day one of the days you you guys were down here for my birthday. We were just fucking around, listening to music, and we were trying to rap and shit. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and we were saying just out of pocket shit. shit Dude, let's, not, let's not repeat anything said on those. Yeah, I would not repeat a damn. You talk about getting canceled. We might like honestly go to jail. <laughs> we didn't even. We, we ain't never done any of shit. We actually. <laughs> um, nothing like nothing illegal. Nothing, nothing illegal. Um, but yeah, it's like we were just joking around, fucking around, you know, and like trying to make a good rap. Because it's rap. What am I supposed to? I'm not about to rap about Colgate toothpaste. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> this shit gotta sound hard, bro. It's the whole point of the genre. It's supposed to sound hard. I'm supposed to kill niggas, and you know, if they look at me funny, bro, I can't like. I can't be dapping up random niggas. I gotta shoot them in the eyeball and eat that shit. And eat it up, bro. Eat it up. Eat it up. <laughs> eat it up. Eat it up. But yeah, honestly, not a super good time for anybody that even had a ounce of hope that Young Thug might make it out of this. Like we said, Rico cases. There's no way they, to make it out. Usually, I don't know if anybody's even beat a Rico case that I know of. Um, so. R.I.P. Young Thug. I'll, I'll see you at your at your funeral when it should be televised, but they won't televise it. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, YSL, uh, like a snake bite, bro. Like a legitimate snake bite. You are snake bitten by your own words. You got you got bit in the ass. Uh, shout out to boy Drake. With that being said, maybe when, staying on kind of a serious note, but something just like. Came up, came across my desk, came across my Instagram the other day. Um, if you guys are into college football at all, big thing. Um, Lane Kiffin, the coach of Ole Miss, head coach of Ole Miss, big like a big name in college football. Um, and his de- well, past defensive tackle, DeSanto Rollins, got into a heated exchange after he had a a mental health break. So. Michael has Mike has the audio. Yes, very brief, but just to give you some context of kind of what's going on. Yes, let me go ahead and cue this up. This is this is crazy. When you sent this to me, that ain't (laughs) when you when you sent this to me. I was like, holy shit! Um, That was a big baby, bro. Okay, it's his ass, bro. He is blue. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. You would have come here. When you tell me messages that anyone wants to talk to you, and you say, I'm not ready to talk to you. Well, what the world do you live in? I'm sorry, you have to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go, you're off the team. You're done. Yeah. Definitely makes you feel a bit uncomfortable, 
But we're going to unpack it. Like, what was your initial thoughts when you kind of heard that uh, audio leak? Well, I mean, my first initial thoughts was he's not the only only coach in college, especially at SEC football, that does that type of stuff. Like, yeah. that, that's the first thing I thought. The immediate first thing I thought was, like, I know a Nick Saban. And not to say this is anything bad about their character. It's just the fact that he got caught on audio doing it. <laughs> yeah, I like, really recorded him. That's crazy. Well, because he, he probably – I mean, Lane Kiffin's known to be a little bit of a hothead, like put a little bit un, unhinged. So he probably was like, oh, shit. And by the way, before I kind of get into just the initial thoughts, just to give you uh, the piece on it, they're filing, I think it's a $40 million lawsuit to sue uh, the athletic department or the football team at Ole Miss, his family is. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're, they're about to write off off this. Uh, that being said, yeah, when I heard it, I was like, first of all, the kid purposely, I guarantee he was purposely sounding like a little bit more down because you could hear in his voice, he's like, yeah, well, I mean, like, you're going to go, yo, like, and this nigga, you know damn well this nigga's like stick balls. Yeah, he's big as fuck. Let me let me look at let me. Let me look. fucking defensive tackle. He could beat the shit out of Lane Kiffin. Talking about you ain't got to yell, bro. Dude, you tell me this six three three hundred and five pound dude. Is sitting there talking like that? No. I mean, I'm not saying that Lane Kiffin was right for it. But, like, he he wasn't there for two weeks, bro. Two weeks they asked to meet with him. And he said his mom told him to take a mental health break. (laughs) Ah, bro. Look, mental health is important. Um, I wouldn't have thought the same probably like a year or two ago, being 100% honest. Definitely an important thing. Everybody needs mental health breaks. Two weeks is OD. Um, but like whatever, you know, you're going through handling your business otherwise and get in focus back of what you got to do. Because like Lane Kiffin did say, I'm not necessarily defending Lane Kiffin, but I kind of understand why he's a little bit pissed off. He definitely went over the line a little bit, but like he did, he called him, I mean, he called him a pussy. Uh, you know, that's, you know, some great, I mean, he kind of went, he goes on just a tangent, obviously, on like how he feels about people doing that type of stuff for mental health. But like in reality, it's like if you don't show up to work, no matter how good or bad your mental health is, they can fire you. <laughs> like they can fire you, especially in the state of North Carolina. They can fire you for anything and don't have to tell you why they fired you. They can be like, you could be the highest performing dude on the team. They're like, ah, Mike, we don't we, we don't want you to work here anymore. It could just be because you were too black for him one day. <laughs> like just a little too black. I mean, it could be anything. So, in in reality, like he's, this kid's probably getting nil money to some degree, like a little bit of nil money, and he's probably on scholarship, right? But like, he is getting technically paid to play. So it's like, bro, what was your mom thinking? Like, you could take like a day or two, but like two weeks is. No, I can't. I I don't feel bad for him, but I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I do and I don't. Because I don't know what was going on in his life. I hope he's all right, obviously. Um, Lane Kiffin's going to get his shit shafted. Um, but, yeah, man, like, it's tough to listen. But, like, I've never been coached like that. I've had coaches yell at me pretty intensely. Like, I'm full with – like, if you're in my face yelling, that's a whole different story. Like, you get in my face and start yelling, we got problems. 
like if you're yelling because you are mad, that's how that's the way I I am. Like you expect more from me. Okay, I get it. But like this was a complete. You didn't give him like an out. That's the thing. He wasn't like, are you not going to do this again? Like he was like, he was like, nah, you're off the team. We could do that. We could do that. I'm like, I'm like, yo. He just said, fuck. I don't know if this kid's like a backup or something. I don't know what his his thing is, but yeah. I let me see what you think. I know it kind of went on and on there. Yeah. So. I kind of get where you're coming from because, and I hate to always be this guy, but to me, there's always, you know, there's, there's, there's always two truths and there's always two sides to it. And you kind of have to look at it um, from an unbiased perspective. Uh, I'm someone who, you know, when mental health is truly at play, I, um, you know, I, cause I, go through that and I, I I take care of that with caution because that's a real thing. Like, And people can get in real slumps and they can get really bad and it's bad for your anxiety and all those things, right? <clears throat> and it can be really hard to like just get out of bed some days. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Lane Kiffin has every right to kick you off the team for not showing for two weeks. And it wasn't like you said... I'm not showing up because of a mental health break or whatever. You were unresponsive. He was reaching out. Come speak to coach. That's basically what he was saying the whole time. And he just wasn't showing up. And that's a problem. And when what Lane said is right. Like, in the real world, that's a problem. No matter what you're going through. Yep. You can go through problems. And you can deal with those problems. But you have to communicate that with your superior. You can't just be ghosted. And, you know, no matter how bad it is, even Lane said it in that video, had you said something when he was trying to communicate with you, this could go a whole lot differently. But, you know, he didn't want to do that. Now, at the same time, the hard part about listening to that video is kind of how we went about it. Because, two, you can be mad and you can have every right to be mad and kick him off his team for not showing up for two weeks. But at the end of the day, he said he was having a mental health crisis. So we don't know if he actually is or not. I do think that there's an inflation of mental health crises that are going on because it is the new thing or, you know, the symptoms of it are very light, very light and can be it can be placed in a lot of situations. You might not really be going through a mental health crisis. You might just have like a tough, you know, few weeks or you've had a tough month and it's, and it's a lot of stress on your mind. And I understand that too. But when someone says they're going through a mental health crisis, you just got to approach that very gingerly. And he, he kind of, he kind of went through it and went balls to wall for it, kind of like shit it on him for it and made him feel bad. If it was really something he was going through, he could have he could have been like, hey man, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure we get you some help. I want you to communicate with me, blah, 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 make sure everything's alright. Uh, but that's not the precedent I want to set on my team. You can't just no show for two weeks and I'm reaching out to you. Regardless of what happened, you gotta communicate with me. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to let you go on this team, but I wanna see you get better. Like I don't want that to be the end for you. In the end for us, but like you, there's just no place for that on my team. I don't think anyone, anyone could could disagree with his move on that. 
Well, so whether you would have kicked them off or not, you know, go get your own damn football team and you can make that decision. But had he taken, had he, uh, you know, moved, the, moved in that way, I, I think he would avoid a lot of these problems. Uh, it's also very soft for him to record that. That <laughs> what, what oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was going to sue. And he knew he was going to make some money off of it, which makes it also a little less credible, in my opinion. In my opinion, yeah. if you go in there recording, then you're going in there in hopes of a reaction. And if you hadn't spoke to him in two weeks, then, you know, and this is your first time speaking to him, you know something's about to go up. And you playing a yeah. part, and blah, blah, blah. Had I had, like, this blown up in front of somebody on their cell phone, and somebody else was recording, that's different, because that's just wrong. That's raw, yeah. it's unexpected, but he's kind of like setting the scene for him. And so it's a lot of tricky. It doesn't sit well, the video of how Lane reacted. But at the same time, he's not a completely innocent guy in this situation either. Like I said, though, I want to, you know, take caution because he did mention that mental health was at play. Um, his voice inflection, you know, felt like there was a lot of, uh, there was something there. Whether he was acting up, see, I can't give him a hundred percent because he recorded. So I don't know if he's acting exactly. for the camera because he knows he's the only person who knows it's being recorded. Yeah. So who knows how he actually he would have moved in that situation? Because you know, Lane might have been fucked up <laughs> if it wasn't recorded for like calling the man a pussy, bro. Like, yo, it's yeah. okay. We we finna find out, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, He'll probably he's not going to get forty million, no shot. But he might he's going to get something. Uh, they they gotta they gotta blow that over. They gotta make sure that that doesn't stay in the news too long. Uh, Lane doesn't want that in the news too long. They don't want a long drawn out. They don't want to mess up recruits or anything like that. So they're going to settle that. Go ahead and get that out of the way. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, no, it was a crazy video. I'm glad you sent that to me. Uh, you know, I really want to do some more. I want to listen to some more people's opinions on it, kind of hear like what other people thought. But yeah, I I, I kind of see both sides. Yeah, I mean, if you stand in if you stand in a realistic world, kind of like Lane put it. Like I said, I'm not taking necessarily a side. Um, like I don't think it's right the way that Lane went about it, and I don't think it's right that he has, he went in recording knowing that there was probably going to be some sort of reaction as well. So I mean, two two. Two good, uh, bad things don't make things better, right? Uh, or two wrongs don't make a right is more or less what I was going to say. But Lane made some valid statements. Obviously, the kid was like, you know, you don't have to raise your voice, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Lane, went, when he called him a pussy, bro, like, I was all right. He, he, he don't. I think he <laughs> yeah, he's all right. <laughs> he, he, that's like, because I don't know if you, like, if you had this moment with your, like, with your dad before. Like, my, I've seen my dad get really mad, like, maybe once or twice and really fucking bad like i can't remember exactly what about and i don't think it was necessarily towards me it might have been oh <laughs> um, but i mean he is like vulgar and it's like bro he coming at your neck right now like you better get hit in the mouth type shit um and i've only seen that once or twice it's scary too obviously because it's your dad but it's not like just your coach but coaches are seen as like that superior like type of dad, especially for a lot of these kids that come in not from the greatest situation. Not to say this kid came from a bad situation, but 
a lot of the kids that come in aren't from the greatest families necessarily. I'm just being a hundred percent honest. Yeah. Um, and that shit will like definitely like if he's having one of those mental health crises, like, See, the, the problem I have with the whole mental health thing right there is like, damn, you must not have been fucked up enough to you knew you were going to walk in there and record. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what... he, he knew. And I look, brother, I, I feel for you. Like I, like, I hope you get better if that was really the case that you, you know, you're a little like unwell with that. Like it happened, like Mike said, I mean, it happens to everybody. Some people have bad years, not just bad weeks, bro, bad years of their lives. So, like, you'll get through it. You'll be good. Lane, good luck, bro. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. You might have just lost the coaching job in the year, bro. Like, that shit's wrapped. It might be gone before the end of the next week. Um, Twelve going as good as you good as you were expected to be again. So, uh, yeah, it might be wrapped for you, my God. But um i am interested as well to hear what other people are saying like about it because i've seen i saw some barstool guys talking about they have their own like opinions in and of itself beforehand just want to hear some different types of folks that maybe wouldn't even necessarily listen to all the time about what their thoughts are because i definitely think it should be talked about pretty not intensely but talked about in some light just because it is like why are people always recording these really fucked up situations yeah that's just i mean i don't know Maybe I'm just not as attached to my phone as other people are, but I just don't. The first thing I don't be thinking is like, let me, let me record. Let me record. Let me record. Like, I mean, and I ain't gonna crap. Girls are low key like that. Like, they like, oh, let's take a picture of this. Let me record. Let me do this. I'm like, dog, like, how the fuck? But that shit is like attached. That's like glue, bro. They got glue on that bitch. Yeah, bro, we taking pictures of you. You didn't even know that they were taking pictures. Like, wait. Oh, they're, they're still good at it. But like, yeah, like totally understand. They be angling the phone. You don't even know. Like, why is she holding her phone straight up like that? <laughs> why is that? Why is it? He said, "I'm claiming my name right now." But uh, <laughs> yeah, very interesting situation. But I, we did want to end on obviously a lighter note. Something that Mike sent over, I thought was kind of funny. Um, and apparently, you know how we talked about places you can't go on a first date. We talked about a lot of things that some. People have put up online that we, I, I just don't know. But that being said, as of late, there's been a, uh, a list servicing of music you can't play in the kitchen. I my brain is falling here. Um, so basically, music you can't play in the kitchen. We know about the place you can't take a girl on the first date. You can't even take it to the fucking park at this point. You might as well just put her in a fucking room and call her and make it go solid, make it go fucking crazy, you know? But just to list a couple of things off here. Actually, there's it's 17 things. I can list them really fast. I'll go one by one, though. We got Nickelback. So you want to tell me you can't, I can't listen to rock star in my kitchen that's where our pregame we pregame in the kitchen photograph is my shit bro I don't care what nobody says if someone puts on a photograph in the kitchen bro I'm cooking up straight up chef and all them chicken thighs I'll be cooking boy them shit's about to be juicier than the motherfucker look at this photograph 
I mean, that's on a pod. I mean, like, we, there's the ongoing joke that nobody wants to listen to Nickelback, but we all love Nickelback deep down. Like, everybody does. Um, then there's Stain. I don't even know who the fuck Stain is. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about me playing that bullshit, because I don't know who the fuck that is. And if I don't know who you are, I probably don't want to know, so. Exactly. Bergor, I think it's like an EDM music thing. Yeah, once again, I ain't playing no EDM in my kitchen. It'll be way more chill. I ain't trying to be that upbeat. I don't even want to cook in the first place, nor do I want to hype myself up for the dishes that I'm going to have to do afterwards, because I know damn well I don't want to do them shits either. So I ain't going to be listening exactly. to none of that. Exactly. And then there's country music, which honestly, bro, if I'm in a mood and I want to listen to country music, I'm going to listen to country music. That's just what it is. Yeah. It is so dope. Yeah, I'm a, no, I just don't want my face to be seen while you, you're making this take, so go ahead. No, I'm just like, I mean, there's some, there's some enjoyable country music, I'm, and I know you know some songs, too. That don't, I'm not sitting here, I listen to, I'm like, I don't listen to country music often, but when I do, I know certain songs that I like to hear, personally. And that's just what it is. Yo, if you play country music while I'm cooking, bro, I'm officially done cooking, and you better take over. <laughs> Don't play no damn country music while I'm cooking, bro, because now I feel like I'm a house nigga. <laughs> why, why do I feel like, like, why am I in here cooking, and then my wife would come in here and start playing some country know. music? And then now I feel like a house nigga, and I'm, I'm over here looking at like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man, I got you. Yeah. Um, Coldplay is out of pocket, bro. Coldplay and Post Malone, they're both out of pocket. Why would you not be allowed to play Coldplay? That's what I'm saying. I actually like, I actually enjoy Coldplay, and Post Malone seems like kitchen music. That's out of pocket. Like, that's, that's, what? That is out of pocket. Any 90s alternative rock with the exception of Incubus. Whoever the fuck Incubus is. <laughs> yeah, why you at? Specifically say with an exception of Incubus, like nigga, who is that? <laughs> He's like with with exception of Incubus, of course, because everybody loves Incubus, nigga. Who? I don't even know who the fuck Incubus is. An alternative '90s rock. I mean, there's some. 90s rock or 80s rock that you probably listen to. I don't think about 90s, but definitely some 80s rock you could listen to, but 90s, not alternative pieces. And Incubus is not included either. <laughs> um, and then no overly vulgar music or subject matter. That's two rules against Burgor. Okay, brother. They put Nickelback twice. I forgot. <laughs> Wait, are we just gonna brush through no overly vulgar language? Nah, nah, nah if, if what I'm kind of see, racist like, ass list is this? <laughs> they basically said no nigga music while I'm cooking kitchen. You can't play no rap songs, nothing like that. Who the fuck made this list, yo? That's fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Any remix? Of, well, I'm, I gotta go in order. Sorry, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just like reading again. I'm just like looking here and like, bro, vulgar music is vulgar. Like. I, like, openly vulgar is different, like, and nowadays, like, I feel like, unless I'm listening to, like, Sexy Red, where she's saying, lick my pussy, call, like, eat my crap, like, <laughs> then, like, okay, I'm not playing Sexy Red in the kitchen, bro, like, I ain't playing Sexy Red really at all, bro, unless I just want to do stuff, like, that's it, 
but like overly vulgar is like I could still handle like if you're really pressed about cuss words, like you might just need to go back to kindergarten, bro. Like we adults now at this point. Like if you've got problems with cuss words, you can get out get the fuck out. Because whenever I make it, I'm only making it for me. It's not you don't not include it. You are not allowed. Also, like when I'm looking back at the ones that we've already gone through, if like if a, if a girl is playing some '90s alternative rock or some Incubus in the kitchen, I'm probably gonna be through with her after that because like because I mean clearly like this is assuming that like the girl's gonna be in the kitchen doing what she does right like this is assuming that. This is a list for women, right? Because they're supposed to be in the kitchen cooking. So, I think this is a. I think this is a, a list if you're just cooking alone or just in the kitchen with like a group of people. Period. Well, I mean, but clearly, this has to be for women because they're talking about in the kitchen, right? Like, am I missing something here? Can you, can you, can you go back over this list? Am I missing something? Did they have like? Is it coming instructions? What is? I think I'm missing. I think I'm missing something here. Like, what, I mean, I'm not like I'm not going crazy. Charles Barkley said he wouldn't buy a girl a watch because that's what they made a clock in the oven for, right? Right? Like, <laughs> no. I mean, if that is under the subject, because I'm not. If you want to be, if you want a meal, like, I mean, I can make a dish, but I'm gonna be the only one that likes it type shit. Like, I make it for me. Um, I'll be shorting myself, bro. Why do I hate myself like that? Like, I'll really be cooking like a dish that's just edible because I'm hungry right this second. But like, exactly. I'd be taking no time with myself at all. Like, <laughs> no, nah, this looks fine. Don't, any type of meat you could possibly marinate, you know, you got the time. You got you got at least a few minutes earlier before, like a couple hours before you can marinate. Like, nah, fuck that. I just grab it later and just fucking throw some salt, pepper, some seasoned salt, fucking whatever the fuck else. Some fucking soy sauce, fucking color, paprika. Yep, that'll work. And you try to make it fun. I mean, and I've said that before, but and the subject matter shit on number eight, bro. Subject matter basically means I'm I essentially like nothing about like probably like the gay community, about like shootings, about fucking anything. Like it, you can't. It basically has to be mindless music. 90% of what I listen to is rap, so, you know, this bound, number eight is definitely getting, I'm breaking that rule almost any time I play music in the kitchen, so. Music, period. And then Nickelback <laughs> twice, Nickelback twice on here is just so out of pocket. And then Uptown Funk, bro. Oh, nah, that's OD in the kitchen, to be honest, bro. I, 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 it's just a mood type of thing, like, I don't know, like, if I'm in a good mood, like, I just go listen to whatever, I feel like it'd be a good vibe. No, nah, because excited. now, like, I feel like everybody's got to start line dancing, and we just, like, we just trying to cook, we just trying to eat, <laughs> Stop your yeah. dancing, because that, you too into the music if you play Uptown Funk, like, you too happy and shit, like, nigga, stop, cut that music off, stop dancing, and finish this food so we can eat, goddamn. I mean, low-key, like, I mean, I now I... I I listen. I've always listened to music while, cause like with my headphones on, like I'm alone, so I just be vibing. If it's multiple people, I'd be trying to like appease other people. But Miley Cyrus is out of pocket too. I play the. I play it's the climb anytime, bro. Anytime. It's the climb is her most goaded song, bro. Bro, I will play that anytime. It doesn't matter. It could be the middle of a party. I play it's the climb. I oh yeah, you know that. You know that pan is gonna be sizzling too when the teardrops start running down my face and. 
land on that hot ass eye. <laughs> I can see it, bro. That is so out. Like, who, dude, who actually made this list, bro? Because this is like excluded. What can you listen to? Green Day? I mean, like, no. I mean, I can listen to Green Day, but like, I'm not going to go out of my way. Green Day was Dirty Little Seeker, right? I'll give you my dirty little secret. I think that is. Holy Don't shit. tell it. Damn, that's crazy. That aged me like a motherfucker. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole ass song, bro. We always fuck. <laughs> that's crazy. Dirty little secret. Yeah. Uh, and then never going to give you up. Never going to give you up. I mean, that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, it's a Bobby song. And it's the beat. It's just a little high pitch, not super hype, but it can be hype. It's like, kind of cool on your toe. Mumble rappers. Yeah, this is racist. Ass list, yeah. <laughs> this is racist. Hey, he said, in case I wasn't clear with number eight that I was talking about rap, let me go ahead and put it in here again. None of that bullshit, yo. The only black artist that can be on here. Oh, it is worse. <laughs> Anyone that has- Anyone with a tattoo on their fucking face. That's gonna put Uzi on this side. That shit's fucked, bro. This nigga, that's like, that's like uh, downtown Raleigh when they be saying, yo, you can't have no cuts on your pants or anything like that. Like, just say you don't want niggas here. It'd be a whole lot easier. They like, hey, they'll like outline what they look for to like when you walk in, it'd be like skin tone, like white. Hispanic, black. It's like X. <laughs> oh, they said the Friends theme song. Bro. All right, I mean, like, I probably wouldn't want to hear that while I'm in the Who just plays the theme song? Do people, like, listen to the song like that? Yeah, I mean, it's like, a well, that song, they guess, I'm not a big Friends person, but... <laughs> Any remix of Funky Town, bro. These people, they don't care. They're like, nah, bro. If you are black, I'm telling you, there is only one black artist that could be you could listen to in the kitchen. And technically, you couldn't because Darius Rucker is country music too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you listen to Fantasia? Want to listen to fucking uh, Mary J. Blige? Nah, he don't he wants us to listen to whoever the fuck Incubus is. In, yeah, literally some... You know, whoever made this list, you're a weirdo. Yeah, you're, fuck you. you. There, there's something wrong with you, bro. Because I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm assuming this, it's got to be a dude that made this. If he talk about, if he specified Incubus... Like, oh, this this nigga racist, yo. You probably you probably live in your mom's basic type shit, though. You probably just be listening to your mom listening to this music. You probably want to like punch her or something. Like you be getting mad because you be making these dog shit fucking quesadillas all the time. Like it ain't our fault your mom can't cook. Like it ain't our fault. Like you probably get in there and do it yourself. You should put on some incubus. Maybe it'll help her out. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look up who the fuck. Is. Like next week I'm this, coming up I here. I bet you it's this nigga's own man. <laughs> Garage band, except for Incubus. <laughs> on, Incubus. On all platforms, go check it out. No, we gonna get yeah. chewed up. Somebody's gonna be like, "Bro, how you not know who Incubus is? They're only most legendary rock band." I'm like, "Nigga,
Did you not hear our commentary the whole time? We have melanin in our skin. I don't know who the fuck no incubus is, yo. Who are you talking about? Incubus, bro. Like, I, I mean, see, we we're we're pretty culturally like culturally solid. We know like rock bands, old like famous rock bands. Like, we know enough. Like, if I ain't never heard of Incubus, like, bro, like they are irrelevant. No, but that's the thing about rock, bro. Rock's got so many, like, bands, and white people just expect you to know that shit. Like, yo, do you know that, uh, you ever heard of that one band? Oh, they're so good. It's Dirty, Dirty Doorknob. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> It'll be some random ass shit like that, like Dirty Door. Bro, it's, oh, they're just a local dive band, man. They're so good, bro. Like, nigga, so, no, I don't know that shit. So, Funny story, when I went a few weeks back and I went to like, went out with a friend of mine, he, we went to like a dive bar and they were having a little concert and it was like, it was a dive bar, bro. It's a dive bar. And I was like, cool. It's a different vibe for me. It was a good time. Somebody said to me, bro, yo, have you ever listened to, it was the most out of pocket name I've ever, it was some like sexual flash, just weird, like, it was like screen, like something to do with women body parts and I'm not gonna say on this on this thing, on this pod. Screen something, something along those lines. That was like uh no. <laughs> you know what them rock bands be sounding like? Those fucking um oh my god, what's those little those little books that we used to do in school where it's like, give me a noun, give me an adjective. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And do you read yeah. it back to yourself? That's what them rock bands be sounding like, mad, random, and stupid and shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's I like forgot a, what it was just called, but yeah. It's like a, um, it's just like a word book or like, word book? What? Workbook? I don't fucking know. Something like that. Um, and then you read it and it's supposed to be a crazy story. That's how yeah. you niggas be signing when y'all come up with your rock bands and shit like that. It's like, we can tell you niggas bro, on any type of uh, psychedelic you can get your hand on. You were hella high as shit. You know, like, us black people, we just put glue in front of it, and it works. It don't matter what it is. Yo, we little too pissed. They, 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 <laughs> use the red, they use the random name generator, probably, on, on the internet. Oh, so, yeah, right. that's probably what they do. Yes. Hard chair, that's us. That's us. <laughs> Whoa, that's Lord. perfect. We're going to kill like, it with this one. Like, see, like, Coldplay is cool, right? Like, Coldplay is cool. Nickelback's cool. Like, and they would have been cool if I would have heard them. They aren't, weren't already famous, personally. I think they're cool names. But, bro, like, these out-of-pocket names, like, for y'all rock bands, I, I, ain't, I ain't hating on y'all's, y'all music because, I, I, you know, rock isn't a bad genre. No, it, it doesn't fit exactly what I listen to on a daily basis, but it's not a bad genre. Get better fucking names, bro. Like it sounds like you guys are literally just stuck in a fucking loop of just some some universe I don't belong in. I guess like that's what I'm thinking. It's just a universe I don't belong in. Yeah. Um. But that being said, um, yeah, that's an interesting one. I hope that you guys um take a peek at what that list is on uh. Shout out at Daily Loud on Twitter or fucking X. Yeah, um, they get community noted on almost every post they have, so I don't know how reliable they are when you check them out, but, you know, they have some cool shit up there, and it's always interesting. But they get community noted like a motherfucker. <laughs> see, look, I'm, I'm reading one of the most recent posts. It said, Spotify plans to charge and penalize 
push. I was just reading that too. <laughs> the platform will financially penalize labels or distributors when it finds out that more than ninety percent of streams on a song are fraudulent, charging ten euros per offending track. But what does fraudulent but, even mean? Like, what do you mean it's fraudulent? It's, it's like, uh, you know, like, like stream farming. Yeah, like they all, everybody does it. All the artists do it. They all do it, bro. There's no reason not to, because if, if you pay for it, what the fuck? If you pay for it, it's not hard. And then it hypes your song. I'm like, you know, like when, when you go rap caviar, right? For all, like, you, I mean, you've seen, you, you Somebody you said, and so as long as it's 89% fraudulent, we're good. <laughs> oh, it's more than 90% of stream. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, okay, so I'll just, like, I'll pay the fraudulent, to have fraudulent streams up to 89% of them, and the rest of them are good. This, this this guy that plays for the Blazers has to be joking, right? This is why Pandora is the best music app? Nah, brother. Yeah, nah, that's the good trip. Yeah, he's trolling. He's trolling. Bro, we could honestly just have, like, a segment and just sit there, like... <laughs> and just read through these... Read through Twitter. <laughs> like, you know, that'd be funny as fuck. They got the Drewski meme right here. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if you put up... Shit, maybe I should not put this, say this. But actually, like, y'all can better hear this, but you know, we just put up, like, one of our screens of, like, Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or something, and we fucking just, like, scroll through and, like, find something. Like, we find a couple videos before. Fuck, this, never mind. Let me shut up. <laughs> let me shut up. This is all, actually, let me shut up. Mike, take us on the outro, bro. I really enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys like and subscribe for real. Uh, like on any like on any platform that you listen to. We appreciate it all. Um, and... Once again, obviously, the holidays are coming around, so you know you have to be spending a lot of time at home. That means you ain't going to be talking to your families, and you can be in your room, be on your phone. Go on and give it a listen. Go on and give it a watch when you got some time. I know you want to see our pretty faces if you can't, if you can't hear us on the mic. So uh, that being said, I'll let Mike, Mike take us out. Yes, sir. Well, everybody, that was the show. Hope you enjoyed yourselves because we sure did. And, you know, we spent two hours here, so hopefully – you know, your two hours was well spent as well. Uh, but that's all we have for today. So for the fellas out there listening, listen, man, they only want a 1% nigga. So quit your bitching and get your bread up. For the ladies out there listening, he don't want you, sweetie. Please move on already. But guess what? It's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful and we'll always love you. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.